The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest is an artist, creative director, and stylist, hailing from Charleston, South Carolina, but she has since made her way to the beautiful, sunny Los Angeles, California. Please welcome today's guest, somebody who I've known about for so long, who we have a million mutual friends, and we finally got to meet. Please welcome Georgia Van Newkirk. Hello. I'm so excited to be here and officially meet you. I can't believe it's taken this long. I, I feel like I know you so well, and I've heard about you so much, and I've seen so much of your work and heard your music, and now you're... Here in the flesh. I mean, I think I saw you at the 19 and You We Found New Music. Oh, shit. You're right. But I was like running around with the camera and I was like, I was shooting on VHS and on my digital. I was very focused. I can't believe I just, I should have remembered that. But I don't think I ever spoke to you or like said hi. Okay, that makes me feel a little better. Because we were, they were nervous. I mean, they weren't even actually nervous. I was just nervous for them and like up in the green room, like trying to get photos, and like did film you, photos. Did, when they were in the green room, they were the funniest people I've ever met in my life because they were like, they're, they're all the most fun, outrageous, happy people. And when they were in the green room, they're all just like <gasps> dead silent. So serious. And it was so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just fixing some audio real You're quick. You're fine. As we do, it keeps going in and out, but that's okay. There we go. Let's go like this. We're back. We're back and ready to go. Um, so you just released a song. Yes. Which today, we're, when we're filming this, would have been, you were saying, last Friday? Mm-hmm. Okay. What was the song called? It's called Let the Light In. Let the Light In. It was the second single off my upcoming EP, the first song was called Picture You in Paris. That's so exciting. Very different vibes. Picture You in Paris was like dark and pop. And then Let the Light In is sad and like a piano ballad. Mm. So I'm trying to serve it up for all of the girls. <laughs> I love it. I think uh, I think an, an EP that has that mixture, the, the dynamics to it is that's what makes something exciting to listen to the whole thing. Well, it encapsulates like a whole chapter of my life which mm. has moments that are like fun and exciting and then also moments that are sad yeah and that was the first like let the light in was the first really sad song i wrote not even about a person it, it was a psychology paper i wrote about depression and like multiple personality disorder and i studied the way that these mental illnesses make you feel and the way they affect your personality and like tried to really relate it to my life in a song and I turned the song in because I went to art school for like my final project which was really mm. cool because I was going to write the song anyway but I got to use it where'd you go to school I went to Savannah College of Art and Design SCAD awesome. so it was like your thesis if you will mm -hmm. yeah and have you said what this EP is going to be called yet um it's going to be called Million Dollar Trailer Park oh that's badass yeah it's... how much does a trailer park cost well so there's a trailer park in Malibu, like right by Discovery Cove. Yeah, uh, Dak Shepard, I'm pretty sure, has a has his RV I'm sure. there. I might be completely wrong, too. Yeah, no, it's like stunning, and all of the trailers and RVs are like on the beach in Malibu. Yeah. And it's called that, and I like wrote that in my notes probably like six years ago as like something that I loved. That's so sick. And then I met a person 
and was just like making fun of them and making fun of how much I liked them because they were like an art school, like so cool, like chains and painted nails kind of guy. The whole thing. And just like not a great guy, but not even in his own fault. I think when you're a guy at art school, like it's tough. You have 10 million girls and like three cool guys. Yeah. It's hard not to get in your head. But um, I wrote the song like as a joke about this person and was like, he's like a million dollar trailer park, just not worth it. <laughs> That's so the dichotomy of a million dollar trailer park That's is the thing. so it's juxtaposition. It's so counterintuitive, counteractive. Mm-hmm counter something i love two titles and things that make you think a little bit more yeah. like noah who is my like original music producer would always make fun of me because he'd be like i know it's a georgia song there's like a color and like some weird adjective and then like a noun yeah how we're four minutes in 49 seconds in right now and noah was already brought up yeah. and i'm so happy about that let's just while we're here, let's just stop on the subject of Noah Taylor for a second. Great. You guys, if you've watched my prior episodes, you've seen the one with Noah. Um, one of the most, one of the one of the greatest producers, but not produ- production isn't doesn't give him enough credit. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest musical minds that I know. The kids, uh, a, a, a savant, a genius, uh, uh, fucking I don't even know the right term. He's really not able to be summed up. And I feel so lucky to have met him when we were both so young because I didn't even realize at the time how talented he was because this was before he had a band and he had moved to LA and he was making really awesome music, Mm -hmm. but he was like 15. And I was like, who is this kid, you know, walking into my living room, like asking for a guitar pick? Like, what is going on here? That's so crazy. He's a... He's just such an interesting person. We were, we were just talking about him before and like sometimes life gives all the perfect circumstances to make some something and somebody that is not within the regular norm of society who who has knowledge that they weren't given yet but somehow have it. He's just like I don't know, he's he's one of my favorite people on this planet, but he's also our connection. Mm-hmm. Um so thank you Noah for connecting us. Thank you for hopping on a FaceTime before, too. I am so excited because I haven't worked with him. He produced my first three songs for, actually, like for pretty much half of my discography. Yeah. And um, I am going to work with him again soon, which is so exciting because we haven't really recorded or written together just because the past few years have been like crazy for everyone. Absolutely. and I'm going to stay with him and his mom, who I'm, like, obsessed with, and work with him, which is what we did for my first... It was an EP that never came out, but it was, yeah. like, my song, like, Hot Pink Heartbreak and Blue Velvet that I made with him in Denver slash Boulder, which is... Now we're going back four years later. That's so crazy. And um, vice versa, the way he talks about you and the way that whole group of, of friends talk about you is, like... I was so excited to meet you because not that expectations are set so high. They are. You, they, they talk about you very highly, but you've already surpassed those. Um, but the amount of times they've talked about you in different creative outlets with different vehicles is so interesting. You're a, you're a, a musician, obviously, a very, very talented musician. And normally that's where people, when, when you're talented at something, a lot of your energy is put there to get there. 
you also are a creative director and very good at it. And you've done Noah's old band, all of their stuff, um, or at least the the last album, was it? Mm-hmm. And you're a stylist. Mm-hmm. How did all of this happen? How did you become not only the person on stage, but the person running around with the VHS camera and with the, the logos on the screen, all this stuff? It really was through circumstance because I studied advertising in school. And mm. so I thought... I was going to go to an agency. Like, I only applied to one college. I had one major. Like, I was set on being an art director at an agency and, like, you know, art directing Clorox commercials and kind of the very classic route. And I started making music with Noah in college um, and working with different bands in Charleston, like, taking photos for them and styling them and going to shows and photographing. And I just realized that there are so many musicians in my life that I cared about who would make this amazing music and then have no idea what to do with it after. Absolutely. Which is so hard because when you are a musician, it's like, okay, I've like poured my heart into this album and now I have to be a content creator. Like, but that part of it is so fun for me because it's such an opportunity to like tell these stories and really show what's in my mind and like an other artist's mind to their audience in a more real and like physical way. Mm. Cause I was writing these songs and I could see the way I wanted each second to play by in my mind. And I was like, I'm going to make this, like, I'm going to make these videos and I'm going to design like graphics just so they can get a glimpse into how I see my music. And especially with 19, like all of their songs tell such cool stories that we were like, this is such an opportunity to really kind of go camp with music that feels like everyday life. Mm. And make something that people will, you know, have fun watching and appreciate. It's such a takes such an interesting mind to be able to meld all these different uh, mediums. But the way that you're talking about it, and the way that I can see the gears moving in your head, it's these are not different mediums to you. They're all they're all just different paintbrushes on the same ca- mm-hmm. canvas. They're all like they're all doing the same thing for you. Have you always been visually artistic as 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 well as auditory? Yeah, I honestly <clears throat> probably started off more visually just because I was saying earlier like when you're young and you're growing up and you do one thing like I was a dancer, which is super visual, you're a dancer, yeah. especially coming from Charleston, South Carolina. And so making music was just kind of something I did for fun and it was like a way to express my feelings and like write songs that I thought no one would ever hear. Absolutely. And then in school I was making like a bunch of short films and like ad campaigns for projects and just fell in love with that aspect of it. Mm. And because it really is all just storytelling at the end of the day, like an ad or a music video or a short film. And then I started working in film as a costume PA at first and then a stylist, like being around these huge productions and these huge cameras, like, and these actors and really awesome costumes. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. You got the bug. Yeah. It's so interesting because my head, when I'm, I'm not the best at telling stories. I'm very, I I would consider myself good at invoking stories, helping get the transition across to have the story become 
set up correctly and relevant in whatever that situation is, podcasting, uh, producing, whatever it is. But the way that you're going about it is all of this is oh, is a means to tell the story, mm-hmm. including the visual aspects, all of this stuff. Have you were, were you into like painting and all that and drawing and stuff growing up? I was actually a terrible artist growing up, which is very counterintuitive. Um, when I went to SCAD, you have to take like drawing classes and And I honestly was like, I would get so frustrated. But when I found like Illustrator and Photoshop and all of the digital means to create art, I was like, okay, this, this is what I'm about. Like me and a mouse, I'm set. And so that aspect of it too, like graphic design and album art, like just little even logos and like captions for music videos, like that aspect of art tells so much of the story too. A hundred percent. It's been like, because... Graphic design is so much of being like an art director in advertising that film is just like a cherry on top Mm. that has been like directing and making music videos and then editing them and learning to color. Like that's just been an added bonus to what I thought I would do, which was like graphics. It's like a more, it's more canvas to use. You can Mm -hmm. tell a story more in depth than just a single image or Mm -hmm. single shot. That's so interesting. And, were you doing, when you started doing your own music, were you doing the visual content for it as well? Did you have the same comfortability doing your own visual content as you did, like, doing it for Noah, for 19, or whoever it is? Not at all. I thought, which I think a lot of women, everyone, thinks when they start something like, oh, I can't do this, I don't know how, I haven't learned, like, I wasn't taught. But I just realized that I'm a control freak, mm. and I... I'm going to learn if I can't do something. And it's so freeing to like be able to have something in your mind and like actually see it through. Act on it. Have that that experience. It's, It's a surreal moment when you have something that was an idea, an image, or maybe it wasn't an image or an idea. It was, it was you just taking the, having the courage to step up to whatever platform mm-hmm. was necessary and spewing out whatever emotions kind of fell onto the screen or to the paper or to the page. It, uh, it makes sense of why you like that and why all of this kind of fits together. Are you more of a image person or a I don't know if this is the right way to put it. Are you are you more into the image and the shapes and all of that of that how that makes a story or is the color and the aesthetic I don't know if that's the right way to put that. How do you see image? What when when you're looking for to create a a, a music video or a branding or whatever it is, what kind of what incubates first? I love color. I think a lot of it starts with color and I always like to have a twist mm. in a way, something that's like unexpected or like shots that you wouldn't necessarily see. Yeah. And cause I didn't start off directing my own stuff at all. I was like delegating to people who I thought could do it better. And, and I would like everyone I've collaborated with, I love so much, but it just got to a point like making my own music and writing these songs. I was like, no one knows this song better yeah. than I do. And I have this idea, like the first project of mine that I directed was this song called Angel Energy and there wasn't even really a concept to the video but I was just like I have an idea that we're just gonna put these like blue and red lights like 
from Home Depot with gels on them. And I'm going to dive in my grandmother's swimming pool wearing this silver dress. And it's going to be so sick. And like everyone is like, you're crazy. It's November. Like you can't be swimming in the pool. And from that kind of moment when it all came together and looked like exactly how I wanted it to, I was like, okay, I just need to start trusting myself mm-hmm. and the ideas that I have. And like one of my favorite shoots, I was like, you're going to be on a mini trampoline in the desert and it's going to be in slow motion in a really cool outfit. And it may not make sense, but I want people to question this and like think about it more than for just the two seconds that they watch a music video. You summed up the question that I poorly asked perfectly because that that is what I was trying to get across. There's people who their first goal is to make the story vid- visually look as it the, the same way as the story goes audio wise. Mm-hmm. It sounds like and from the stuff that I've seen for you, it's like, how can the aesthetic give the uh, give the portrayal of, of the emotion that we're trying to uh, express mm-hmm. versus a uh, an exact replica of the story being told, which is how I work better. I'm more visually cued up to music or to music videos that is visually visually emotional versus like story and structure. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I don't know if I'm saying this correct or if any of this makes sense, but I, I see it in my head. It makes sense. No, exactly. <laughs> I, I see it in my head too. And... When you're in your process now of creating music, what comes first, the visual idea or the song, the audio idea? Definitely the song. Um, <clears throat> like with with this EP, this was this is the first collection that I've released. Everything else has been like one-off singles. Yeah. So when I was writing it, it's kind of the story of my life when I was living in Savannah, like before I moved to L.A., And there were these specific stories and, like, colors that I had for each song. And I knew that I wanted to shoot most of it on Super 8 because it is my past. And there was, was like, one story, like, Paris, which was Mm. the first single, was, like, about a moment in time and a person and, like, something that I had never even really examined in my own life until Mm. I wrote the song. And kind of came up with this story and played it back in my head and like put it together with the way that I wanted the video to go and was like realizing that this person had affected me so much more than I ever expected them to and then telling that story with this like reimagined idea of what we were because it wasn't anything serious it was like a fling but in my mind I'm like oh like that was really special that is so interesting how People like us, people like you, use this medium to not only convey emotion, but to find emotion mm-hmm. and to find out things that it's like a it's like a drug. It's like you're using something to open up extra space, extra neural pathways to access more in your brain. It's so interesting. I've never really heard somebody phrase it like that. And now my gears are turning and I'm wondering how many times I've not realized that I figured something out via not realizing that's where I was going. I mean, music is therapy. Like, we're so lucky that we get to express our emotions in such a finite way. Like, and instead of having a journal, like, the things that we say are on the internet. Absolutely. And the feelings and the stories. And that was definitely something with this EP that I was 
aware of because there were it's it like I finished recording I finished writing the songs in 2020 and so it was like or no 2021 and mm-hmm. now creating all of the art and visuals that I made this summer the songs have evolved into ways that I didn't even realize when I wrote them yeah because like I have one song on the EP called LA is burning and at the time it was just about like being in love with this person and how I'll say I love you forever but that doesn't really mean as much as it did 20 years ago because the world is on fire and it's going to end. And for so long, I was like, this is a love song for this person. But the song is really not. It's it's about, in general, the way that love is fleeting. And it's totally evolved, and the visuals kind of express that more than I think it would have been if I had made all of the art right away. Absolutely. Trust me, I live for the experiment, but there is one place in my life that I don't want to be an experiment, and that's when trimming my balls. Luckily, the Performance 4.0 package is here. Inside this package, you will find the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, the Performance Boxer Briefs, and a new travel bag to hold all of your new favorite things. I needed the lawnmower 4.0 so much more than I ever realized. This thing has a ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, all thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology, a flashlight so I can actually see where I'm trimming, and not only that, but this thing's waterproof, so I can trim just about anywhere. I love this thing, and I love the whole 4.0 package from the lawnmower, the weed whacker, the crop preserver, the crop reviver, and all the free gifts they threw in. Trust me, fellas, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code EXPERIMENT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code EXPERIMENT at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. That's so crazy. I I think the perspective you're going from on it is so interesting too because it takes a very artistic mind to to visualize concepts like a fling being what what could it have been what what could it have been if i also didn't have i had the understanding of what it was going to end up as like all these things i don't think people visualize it i think maybe it's a thought in their head a, a fleeting a passing thought but the way you're visualizing it is so interesting and it's again it's it's making me think about all these things cuz i'm i'm a very visual viewer i like I like visual things. I, visual and audio. I can't read things well. That's not my. That's not my place. That's not how I intake. Mm-hmm. But the visual side of things, colors and all these. I mean, you see my studio. It's it's a fucking mess of just things to look at. Um, I, I always find it so interesting. And I find people very interesting who are good at conveying through visual, visual media or whatever it is. Um, I think it's. I think it's a talent and an art form that that is like a blessing because you get to appreciate the aesthetic around you for what it is. And you, you can walk into a building and not just say, Oh, I'm fucking going to my appointment. You can look around and be like, wow, they did a really good job on this. I love how, how this kind of helps push you into this room and stuff like, like, I don't know. I feel like it's a, a way to enjoy life that not everybody has. It's definitely an over romanticization mm. of everything. Um, like with Paris, I was like, this girl, 
this person is gonna think I'm crazy because I wrote this song about them and like we weren't even together but it's ah, I slipped up whatever whatever but it's um you know I can it's I can the way that I saw it too. okay thank you um but it's like it's the way that I saw it and I revisited it in my life it's so it's so interesting and I think uh I think a lot of people would benefit from the ability to visualize concepts and ideas. I think it would help people piece their ideas and their, their emotions and their thoughts together a little better because it's, it's really a way to put yourself in a moment and, and react in the environment of the moment versus just this idea where you can make things up a little easier. Um, it I also, love that world. It, it's so cool because it can add a side of a song or a feeling that you never expected. Absolutely. Like the song, the last song I released prior to this project was called Golden State Killer. And it has literally nothing to do with the Golden State Killer. But it was a song about seeing someone in traffic and like wanting to know more about them, having a crush on them, like romanticizing them. Mm. And I had this idea. I was like, I'm going to make a music video where I am a serial killer. And instead of the guy being the one who's like stalking the woman, I'm going to be like following this guy. And you think it's like a meet cute. And you think, oh, my gosh, they're going to fall in love. They're going to have this story. And then in the end, it's me like walking up to him with a knife. That's so interesting. And the sto- the song, it's I love the song so much. But it's so much more exciting to me yeah. knowing the story and like picturing. I worked with really amazing team on that video in Charleston who had like crazy cameras and I worked with this really cool director and it it was like my vision to a T the whole thing yeah that's so interesting that you I use the word interesting a lot um it's so cool <laughs> that's probably a way worse word um it's so cool that 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 there is this 360 comfortability that you have in your art and if you were talking to somebody who wants to be where you are, who wants to have the ability to to convey emotion via their music and via the the the, the video side, the the aesthetic side of it, what would you tell somebody to start doing? What kind of helped uh, be the the projector of your? What helped project you into to this career? I would honestly just say start making things that you think are cool like push the boundaries of photos and album art and like if there's a picture that you like take it into photoshop like add a gradient overlay add something to kind of push yourself because I really fell into it in the way that I was just like I want to make cool things for these songs that I'm writing and then I started meeting other cool people who were making things and ending up on sets and like Noah I didn't even become 19 and use like creative intentionally I just they were filming a music video one day and I he was like do you want to stop by and it was like the week I had moved to LA and I was like yeah and they were shooting and they had all this really awesome footage and they had someone editing but it kind of fell through and I was like I'll edit it like this seems fun like cool and then from there we came up with these concepts for their other videos and I just started meeting more and more people and showcasing the things that I could do through them. And 
then Noah was like, I have this really awesome band coming in town from Europe. They're called Cry Sometimes. They want to shoot six visualizers and three music videos in a weekend for like $10. Can you do it? And I was like, I don't know. And then he played me one of their songs. It's so good. <sighs> it's so good. I uh, was supposed to have them on the podcast and I don't know what happened. They were so busy when they were here. I think it was my fault. I did something because I think they were ready. I don't know what happened, but I... It was like life. to the second. Yeah. Yeah. They were very... They were only here for a short amount of time. But what fucking art... Like, what phenomenal artist. It's ridiculous. Unreal. I mean, I was like, ab- like, no, I don't want to do this crazy project for $5. Yeah. And then he played me one of their songs. And the line was, nobody looks at me like that. And you made me forget that you used to. It's hard to forget where things got bad. But they did, and I'll cry if I want to. Fuck. I know. Holy shit. Because the words, like, that... And meeting them, too. They're, like, very... Humble is a good word, but not the right word. They're very... They don't know what they have. Yeah. That's what it is. They're grounded in the fact that, that, for them, they're just living life. Yeah. That's just, like, a part of their life. Like, Mm. these unreal songs like i honestly think it's a level of not naivete like they are so incredibly talented but they don't they do not know how good they are not at all but i feel like it's something like noah too where sometimes you're so involved in just the movement of life that you're you don't have time to stop and and wonder how you're doing Mm -hmm. um and that's that's the people that i find myself really not even connected to is not the right word because I don't really have the ability to connect in the same way. It's more like in awe of. Mm -hmm. Because like people like that, it's just such a, it's something you really do have to be born with, I think. A hundred percent. And I think that they would do that no matter what medium they're using, whatever, whatever, whatever job they're doing, they're going to have this ability to kind of move forward without, without looking back or wondering how they're doing. And I think that's a really useful thing. They are so special and like that week was probably one of the most insane weeks of my life just because it was like I met them we scouted six locations came up with nine locations nine looks nine concepts and then I tricked my friend Ricky who's like my director of photography and one of my best friends into shooting it with me and even though we didn't have like a crazy budget I was like every single visual has to have something that makes it unexpected Mm, unique yeah something like whether it's they have a song called american football and we like put them in football uniforms and like made them tackle each other it's i'm so excited to see that stuff the project is going to be really wild did uh did brandon help with any of that he was at the show and he that's um, what it was okay mm -hmm, was in definitely with the show and then did a lot of their like bts in the studio He's he's phenomenal. He's great. Everybody here knows Brandon if they've watched half of these episodes. Um, he's the one who used to make it look so nice. And now he's making it look nice for the biggest people in the world. Iconic. He's the best. Uh, so tell me about this EP a little bit. Are you allowed to say when it's coming out? Yeah. When is it coming out? It comes out 11-11. <clears throat> on a wish. Yeah, make a wish. <laughs> Angel numbers um, on November 11th so exciting yeah it's my first collection and i've made it with all of the people that i love so much Mm. like my 
best friend shot the EP cover. Ricky, my other best friend, I made him come to North Carolina with me. Like, he really didn't even have a choice. And I was like, we're going to shoot all these visualizers on this lake. My friend said we could stay at his lake house. And so we're going. And it was funny because it was a coworker who... I just basically, he said like, oh yeah, I have a lake house. I have this like motorcycle and um, like a bunch of cool old cars, like in the middle of nowhere, North Carolina. That sounds like fucking music video, music video heaven. Oh, and he said it so offhandedly too. And I was like, great. So I will be there this date and this date, like be like, I'm coming to your house. And um, I dragged Ricky. We shot with like his cool old car. We put a motorcycle, like we rigged it up on this platform rig yeah it's so we're driving behind a van and like i made one of my friends drive down to be in the video and it just it tells the story in a really fun and camp way because the songs do tell stories from my past that i don't necessarily feel currently at this moment like mm. they're songs about being in love and and songs about being sad and things that I've come to peace with now. So I just really wanted to encapsulate them in a way that is still true to me today, but also honors the origins of the song. Living in retrospect. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, they happened. They were valid. They were necessary points in life. And now I'm looking at them from a perspective of these were the past I've grown. And, and I've, I'm able to look back at these as, as useful filters to go through and help kind of collect more stories throughout my life i think that's phenomenal i think that's how i think that's kind of our our job that's our job is it's to be a collector of experiences and and search through them i had a podcast before this where he was saying that he digests life's situations slow um and i said that's could you imagine going through it too fast you'd miss on all the the little details the minute little possibilities that are in there that most people gloss over, but we can we can turn into an experience for people to to grow and connect with and realize that that so many of life situations are the same thing, just wrapped up with a different colored bow. I think it's phenomenal. I th- I'm excited to hear it. I think uh, I think from what you've done in the past and the brain that you have and and the way that you've given to all these other people and people like being able to do this for ten dollars and all this stuff. Like I think that. That with that kind of energy, that kind of karma that you're building comes beautiful art. I think that art isn't just a culmination of emotions. It's a culmination of experiences and friendships and and emotions and situations of of how the energy that you're building up to put into this. And it sounds like from the people that I trust with every bone in my body that they trust you with every bone in your body, their body. And to make, to have somebody who's able to do all that, it, it takes a special human being. And I think the way that you go about your art is very similar. I'm really excited to hear what you do with it because I think situations like that and experiences that are so human, it takes somebody encapsulating them correctly mm-hmm. to move people and allow people to heal outside of just ourselves. And mm-hmm. it sounds like that's what you're able to do. It's just such an exciting opportunity Mm. because 
like I I have one song about being so in love and I'm not anymore and it's like I'm so glad that I wrote that song when I did feel those things because most people don't Absolutely. you know take a second to stop and think about how happy they are in those moments yeah and even like with let the light in which is really sad like I think had I not been an artist and process emotions this way I wouldn't have really even acknowledged the sadness that's within all of us that comes and goes, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, it's cyclical. Yeah. It's cyclical. It's always, every emotion is always going to show up again in wearing a different mask, in a different outfit. And you have to be able to look past that outfit and realize what it is, understand that this has been here before, we've gotten through it before. And now you have these little time capsules that allow you to read a little script of, these are the directions of how I help myself mm-hmm. get out of this situation and how I've done it before. Um, my girlfriend and I have been together seven years. We're best friends. We're madly in love. And I think a lot of that comes with my prior relationships and and having a second in between to go through and be like, wait, I could have done this, this, and that and been a better person and, and, and given somebody else the opportunity as well. Hey, they did this, this, and this. I hated that. I wish they did this, this, and this. And you put them all into this package, all these life experiences, and you find the correct directions to life for yourself. Um, I think putting out a project is a really special thing too because a single song can get a huge story across. Mm -hmm. A project can get the whole book. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get all the chapters. Um, And I think that's a, a really powerful way of using correctly to convey emotion in a story. Do you think, do you think you've done it in the, in the best, in the best way to help convey your story? Are you, are you happy with it? I'm really happy with it. I, um, it really does follow a timeline. It it encapsulates like three years of my life from when I was like young and trying to figure things out and like trying to be this elusive girl who saw you know different guys and then getting my heart broken by like an art school boy and then meeting this person studying abroad like it it really does follow the evolution of falling in love and then also dealing with sadness as you're having some of the happiest moments in your life and I am so happy that I did tell that story Mm. because I made the EP originally with my partner who I was with for a long time. And so we were telling like this story together and we broke up like halfway through the project. And I was like, gosh, I'm so sad. Like all these songs are so inherently tied to this person. I don't know if I can finish it. I don't know if I can see it through. And it got to a point, you know, after a few months where I was like, this is such an important part of my story. And if I don't see it through and finish it and, like, make these songs the best that I can and really, you know, create this piece that tells so much of my life, I'm doing myself a disservice. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with them at the end of the day. And when you release a song on the internet, it's not even yours anymore. Like, it's for everyone. I I always say, uh, not always, I said it a few times, actually. Um, And I don't think I said it to anybody else but myself. But... Maybe I did. I said, uh, when you're in this industry and you go through, the, you're, you're, gonna, you're willing to put yourself through the rigor of 
the music industry, you have to sign a 360 deal with yourself. You have to be willing to to hit all the different aspects and, and have them culminate into into what is your art. It's this is what we're doing is not a, a turn it on, turn it off thing. This we don't have that. We can't because you have to have this constant filter of life's decisions that it that it guides you with. And and you have to be able to pick through that and understand what is a what is a necessity for me to feel like I got my full story across for myself. Like you were saying, what yeah. everybody else thinks they're going to think and half the people aren't going to understand the story in the way that you do. If not more than half, they're all going to have this own their own rendition of what the story means. They're, they're going to have their own explanation. So why does it matter about getting that part across to them? It just has to make sense to you. They're going to have their own thing anyways. Exactly. Like no one knows that except for me and yeah. now you, but like, it's such a and small them. piece and now them, but it's such a small piece of the story. And like, I finished the EP with people that I probably wouldn't have gotten to work with mm-hmm. had that not happened, who I love so much and I'm so thankful for and um it's Corey and Jenna from Babe Club but they shout out, shout out. um they just really took the project and like Paris was a completely different song before I brought it to them mm. and it was like a lot more upbeat and they made it so dark and like dreamy and and really gave it this whole spin that I would have never even thought of had I had just gone through with the original plan yeah I'm really excited to hear this and try to delineate what was pre and what was post. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that most people can't plan that. Not as a regular human being with a regular <laughs> nice brain. Um, <laughs> I just don't think you can. And the fact that that opportunity, whether it be you know tough or not, you have this, you have this, this picture of that you can always go through and always remember a situation that most people will never have the opportunity to write about in in it like like completely surrounded by all emotion that that is kind of you know tied into the same box with it i'm really excited to hear it can i hear some of it once we turn all this absolutely. off absolutely i'm so excited to play it for you I can't wait so ep comes out 11 11 song just came out last friday when is, is there any more singles coming out or just ep just ep i can't wait yeah and every single song has uh like it's pretty much a music video, but I'm just going to call them like visualizers because it's not like a full production. Absolutely. But it, it's all shot on Super 8 in North Carolina. And I'm really stoked. I can't wait. I think it's going to be so exciting. I think it's going to be a really cool feeling for you to like understand the amount of life's fucking food fights being thrown around. You know, it's just like everything's flying everywhere and all this stuff and you're in it. And then you look back and you're like, they have it. Like it's there. I, I, I get to, I get to shut that chapter. I had that. I, I understand it. I, I read through it with every bone in my body. And now I get to say next. That's got That's going to be a really cool feeling. It's a really awesome sense of closure. I'm sure. Not that like that part of my life I'm so thankful for. And the yeah. way that everything happened, like you have to kind of lose everything to appreciate what you have absolutely and i never would have moved to la had things worked out and like i don't even think i would have pushed myself creatively Mm. um if i were still really comfortable in the life that i was living Mm. and i can only be 
so thankful. And now, like, this conglomeration of songs and this story is, like, I just get to tie a bow on it. I get to push it off into the ocean and let it go because that's this is my last, you know, tie, real tie to those pieces of my past. Life has a weird way of uh, rooting you on and pushing you forward. Well, I cannot wait. Everybody, please go right now, stream her new song. What's it called? Let the Light In. Let the Light In. She's got a new EP coming out. Go pre-save if pre-saves are off by now, whenever this comes out. If if it's out by now, I don't think it is. Go stream it. Um, I can't wait to hear the the EP. EP. Can't wait to hear the EP. I can't wait to 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 dive in after getting to meet you as a human being and re-listen to some old music as well. I'm excited to know you finally, and uh, I'm rooting for you. I'm a, I'm a big Thank fan. Thank you. This was, has been so fun. This is so fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. And to everybody listening. I'm Georgia, and this is an experiment. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye. The experience is the experiment. <laughs>